What up? Welcome back to another episode of the Arizona Wild Bags Pod. I'm Tyler, as always, your host. Last season, Jaden Delora was Washington State's quarterback and played Washington in the Apple Cup. And Wazoo fans rushed the field, planted the Cougars flag on the field while being surrounded by the fans. And I'll tell you this right now, Washington fans, they hate Jaden Delora. So to see him on another Pac-12 team just pisses him off probably even more because he's still around haunting Washington. But would he haunt them this game? Like I mentioned, he's on another team, but the fans, they ain't going to forget what he did. Neither did the Washington players or coaches. Washington was actually favored by over two touchdowns in this game, and the over-under for scoring was 72. And it went up almost every day because the Huskies were going to be missing a chunk of their secondary. And also, Arizona just can't flat-out defend. Now, remember, this would be the easier game of the four gauntlet games that Arizona has on their schedule. But it's Washington, who's just about always insane at football. Some way, somehow, always solid. They have a history of above-average quarterback play, going back to Warren Moon, Mark Brunel, Brock Heward, Jake Locker from 2007 to 2010, Jake Browning a couple years ago, and now you have Penix, Michael Penix Jr. And this game is going to feature two of the better quarterbacks in the Pac-12 in Penix and Jaden Delora. Penix, if you don't remember, he transferred from Indiana. I like to say the Penix has been rising. He's a hard guy to beat. Stiff competition, to say the least. He could tell you just how good he is as a quarterback, but he might come off as cocky. First name should have been Richard. The jokes all sound better on paper than out loud. Anyways, to the game. Arizona hadn't beaten Washington on the road since 2007. I mean, it's been 15 years. Would Arizona make up for a bad loss to Oregon last week? Arizona struggled early with penalties that put the Huskies just outside of the red zone, set them up with a great field position at the 23, and Washington scores like nothing the very next play. And... It's always when things start to look good for Arizona. I mean, you have Dorian Singer catching a great pass from Jaden, who was on the run from pressure for a first down. Then Arizona gets a big penalty, and right after, DJ Williams drops an easy pass on third down, which would have been a first down. And it felt like the running backs were dropping passes like crazy in this game. I mean, Arizona struggles from time to time, as we are well, well aware but the defense has surprisingly been actually decent at takeaways this season when compared to last season. And they would need to come up big in this game for Arizona to even have a chance. Because once again, it's going to be Arizona's offense that would have to carry the load in this one. And the defense, they showed signs of life as they do in every single game. They were making some stops. Jacob Manu had a grown man stop. And it was a huge stop on fourth and two when Washington was deep in Arizona territory and the coaching staff was going nuts. And as they should, that was, that was a big way off of 
Arizona's shoulders to show that they could actually stop Washington when they need to. Then Arizona's next possession, Jaden Delora hits up T-Mac for a 46-yard touchdown where McMillan breaks a tackle, goes all the way. Longest play of his young career. And just when it looked like Arizona might be down 14-0, it's 7-7, and Arizona looked like they might actually stand a chance in this one. I can't even express it enough every week. I freaking love this Arizona wide receiver core. If you haven't gotten to watch as many Arizona games as you would like, or if you would just like to listen to my seductive, commanding, sexy voice, you got to watch Arizona and check out this wide receiver core with your own eyes. They are oozing with talent. They have some dogs on offense, and they're super entertaining. But this game turned into exactly what we thought it would. An old-fashioned shootout, and Washington was back up the field in the blink of an eye, marching down to the 13-yard line at the end of the first quarter, and eventually scored with ease. It was 14-7, and we were off flying in this one. I mean, the Penix is a hardened criminal to this Arizona squad. I want to say Penix so bad, like so bad, but I'm going to be correct because his name is Penix, but they couldn't contain him and he was rolling. Arizona had more penalties than they averaged per game as they had five early in this game. They were nervous and outmatched as the offensive line wasn't given Delora much time to throw. And on the other side, Washington was given their guy all day and a half to throw. There was no dysfunction with Penix. He had all day in the pocket. Arizona was not getting enough pressure on him at all. I mean, I promise, I'm not trying to make jokes. Football is just a, that's what she said, sport. I thought it was a snail pace of an actual game time for being what was supposed to be zero defense and a total shootout. But the defense was coming up decent with a second fourth down stop and If Arizona got a score, it makes this massively a real game. DJ Williams broke a huge run down the right sideline, and it felt like it lifted a weight off the team's shoulders to move upfield and force Washington's defense to play their hand. I mean, Cowan came up big with another chunk play of 39 yards down to Washington's 20-yard line. What does a play like that accomplish? A ton, because it opens up the run for Jaden Delora and I got to shout out that man's pocket presence. Like his awareness is Kyler Murray level. I mean, every play he is running through a crowd to sling it downfield to somebody or a cutting man out of bounds. And he had that one play later in the second quarter where the Washington defense was breathing down his neck. I mean, they were coming right behind him. He had his back to them. He senses them, spins out. And it was like he had eyes behind his head and he gets the pass off. And the next play... Arizona went for it on their own fourth down that they finally would get because they had stopped two. So they had their own fourth down at the 11-yard line deep in Husky territory. And they tried the QB option pass that got reviewed. It was a backwards pass, which should have been ruled a fumble. And it was, but DJ Williams recovered, got a first down. But Washington gets the ball because even Pac-12 announcers were confused about this call. And the Arizona coaching staff was pissed at that call because they tried to explain it, but it wasn't clear. But I guess the whistle blew, which called the play dead. So you can't challenge forward progress. And even though it shouldn't have been 
Arizona gets absolutely crapped on on that call. And thankfully, Arizona got a stop on downs once Washington got the ball back. Even in football, real ones know, ball don't lie. For the offense to truly succeed, they need to get the ball to cowing at least double-digit amount of times a game. Because good things happen when they get him the ball. He is too electric and he can just take it to the house. He's a great route runner, great hands. I'll tell you this, good things happen too when Jaden has time to throw and he completed a deep pass to Dorian Singer where Singer just flat out beats the cornerback Perriman and he's left wide open, just walks in just like that. Bam, this game's knotted up at 14. We had a real one when it could have easily been a blowout if a couple plays the defense didn't step up for. I mean, they were the reason Arizona was in it. Of course, they gave up that touchdown right before the second half with a terrible play call on defense that left half the field wide open as Washington has a smooth 12-play drive to score right before the half. And it was 21-14 with Washington ahead at the half. And you have to like Arizona's chances thus far, even with Washington getting the ball to start the second half at this point. I mean, this is a learning moment for Arizona. They're right there, and they just need to make a couple of plays, and you're right in it again. No turnovers at the half either. It was awesome. So besides the penalties, a rather good start for Arizona. 426 passing yards at the break with both quarterbacks combined, and it was shaping up to be a really good game. I mean, we knew there was going to be offense, but was there going to be any defense in this one? And so far, the answer was a quiet, yeah, kind of. But to start the second half, Arizona kicked an onside kick and wasn't exactly end of the world to do that because you've got to get an edge somewhere against Washington. You might as well go balls to the wall, see if you can catch them sleeping. Looking back, wasn't a great call because you lost by 10 and all it did was motivate Washington even more because they rolled as they do. And... The Wildcats defense caved in, got no pressure on Penix. Washington got a quick score. And just like that, it was a two-touchdown game. And you got to make plays to get where you want to get as a program. And it was time to figure out who exactly is Arizona going to be under Jed Fish. And Arizona responded. They got bailed out by a couple penalties from Washington. But to the Cats' credit, they made good plays and Jaden Delora had this team within a score. So right when Washington got the ball back, you could really just feel the pace slip from Arizona's grasp as they couldn't match Washington in pace completely. I mean, Washington just flies down the field and they make it look easy while doing it. I mean, you could sense the defense was going to get tired fast and they had honestly seemed it already. Washington was going to score almost every time you give him the ball and Arizona's offense was either going to have to match that or else the defense was going to have to make even more stops. And it felt like the magic that Arizona's defense was using in the first half. And I use that term lightly because it wasn't completely magical. It felt like it just kind of ran out. But Arizona kept it respectable in the third quarter when they could have been just flat out steamrolled by the Huskies. Any other year, I think they get blown out here. But this is not any other year. This is a building year with obvious signs of life for the Arizona football program. I mean, the offense was giving themselves 
a real chance, and I say it every week, and I'll keep saying it. They're too talented not to. But the problems usually stem from the defense in some way, and they get zero pressure play after play on Penix. I mean, he has all day and tomorrow to throw. I mean, he had a play called back where it was a wide-open touchdown and then scored on a long play anyways. I mean, it's sad to see just how open Washington's receivers get. And I know Nansen's in his first year, and the defense had up until this point made plays to keep Arizona in this one. I mean, it had been a lot better of a showing by them. And I know they were terrible last week, and they're giving up a lot of points to Washington. We know, but it won't show in the box score or the final score. In my opinion, it was actually a much improved effort over last week to this point. They have come up clutch a couple times, as we mentioned, and they did again by holding Washington to a field goal attempt, which Washington missed, leaving at an 11-point game, still within the grasp for U of A. And Tedaroa McMillan absolutely clutched a beautiful catch, tucked it in, got two feet down, and his butt and elbow hit the ground, and then the ball pops out. So it triggers a review. Thankfully, it was a touchdown. They go for two. Jonah Coleman comes up with a catch for two, and it's a three-point game. Keep in mind, Washington hasn't even turned the ball over at this point, and their quarterback has looked phenomenal. So many times, the game looked to be headed towards the direction of a blowout or just flat-out heavy on Washington's side, and Arizona stayed in it. They persevered. I'm, I'm actually impressed with Arizona in this one. Washington had been great, but... Arizona, obviously not the better team, but they they damn well played like it at times. Once Washington got the ball, what do they do? Exactly what they want. They get in the end zone, bailed out by a terrible pass interference call that put Washington in scoring position, and they run it right in. I mean, that ref, he was not even at the angle where he could clearly see what happened. He was behind the end zone, and they call the flag. Honestly... I know a lot of Arizona fans are really mad at the calls that were made because there were some rough calls that did not go Arizona's way. But you know what? I'm just happy Arizona competed because I thought this was going to be a blowout. It was not. Surprisingly, it was 49-39 at the five and a half minute mark in the fourth. And I thought at this point, Arizona would be rushing up field to score. But Jed Fish had three straight runs to start the drive, which let the clock roll. And I was kind of puzzled on those play calls. And I guess if you're an Arizona fan at this point, you know the defense is not going to stop Washington's offense. So you're playing the take your time game and hope you get the onside kick. And if you don't, you've got three timeouts left as one last hope. And Delora is such a fantastic scrambler. He and Jonah Coleman had great runs to get Arizona across the field and Jaden Delora was able to get out of bounds on a couple of plays to preserve the clock and most importantly save those timeouts and all credit to Jaden Delora as a game manager he pays attention to everything he makes smart throws smart decisions and truly showed it in this game because he did not have a turnover and granted Washington as we know had injuries to their defense but he looks a lot better than last week and late in the game, Delora hurt his ankle. Noah Fafita came in for what was a third and 22, and he got absolutely bum-rushed. 
tossed a wounded duck that was dropped. And so you have to kick the field goal if you're Arizona. They do. And laces were in and the kick barely misses. And that's it. 49 to 39 is your final. I wish Arizona would have scored and at least gotten to attempt an onside kick after the wonderful onside kick we all have fond memories of in the 2012 New Mexico Bowl, where Arizona came back down by more than two touchdowns and had just an incredible win that game because of the onside kick. But they couldn't get it done, and I'll say this. They grew in this game. They grew this past week. This was, in my opinion, it was a much improved effort over last week. Yes, we know it was Oregon. Oregon is a much better version of Washington right now, but Washington is still a really good football team, and Penix had an incredible game. He is their star. He was 36 for 44, 516 yards, which set a single-game record at Washington. To go along with that, four touchdowns, QB rating of 210, and I mean, sheesh, 82% of his passes were completed. I mean, he might be the second or third best quarterback Arizona's faced all season, maybe even the first. And they were in this one with minutes to go in the fourth. And credit to Johnny Nansen. He actually made adjustments that paid off. Putting Jacob Manu in the lineup and sliding DJ Warnell at safety was definitely the way to go, even though they gave up 595 total yards. I mean, that's not going to win you many games. But what really hurt Arizona is... Zero sacks and zero takeaways. Washington took really good care of the football and Arizona didn't bring any pressure on Penix. But thankfully, Arizona didn't turn the ball away either. And it showed because they were only down by 10 when most of the time in that situation, I think we can all agree Arizona would have been down by three or four touchdowns easy, especially on the road. Mind, I tell you, this is on the road. It's just such a hard environment to play in when you got these crazy fans in Seattle, but thankfully they were all at the baseball game that might still be going on. But if Arizona's defense played like they had been, the Huskies would have put up 60 plus points to go along with all those yards they gave up. They did just enough to keep the offense in the game. And I think if you're an Arizona fan, you're coming away pleasantly surprised and even maybe just a little encouraged by that. And Jaden Delora is absolutely the reason Arizona was truly in the game because he is he's an elite talent and quarterback. He doesn't get enough credit from college analysts, and I get it. Arizona has three wins. They have four losses. They gave up 454 yards a game. They average 36 points a game given up. In, in seven games, opponents have gotten 3,100 plus yards this year, and they're, they're killing Arizona's defense. So why would anyone pay attention to Arizona? And my answer to that is Jaden Delora. He's thrown for over 400 yards in three out of seven games. He is the best quarterback Arizona has had since Big Dick Nick Foles, as Philly fans call him. Look, I know Khalil Tate was good, had an insane October that one year, but what Jaden Delora has done and will do to me is going to surpass that. I mean, he, in my opinion, he's going to be incredible. He is incredible right now. There were a ton of good things to build on in this game, him aside, just going into their bye week next week, such as the improved defense, 
Uh, T-Mac had a huge game with seven catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Feels like his trajectory is going up almost every week. Much needed rest too because a lot of guys got shaken up today. Dorian Singer, Josh Donovan, Jacob Cowing, and Delora at the end of the game, which you hate to see. I mean, hopefully those guys will make use of the time that they have off because they're going to need it. In two weeks, Arizona is going to play USC, thankfully in Arizona Stadium, and USC gets their bye after their game tonight against Utah, who Utah, not only one of the toughest teams in the conference, but the country. And the question for Arizona is, can your offense score whenever they want to? Because I think that's the next level for this team. Become a dominant offense, be consistent, stay in every game because of it. They certainly have the potential to be because Caleb Williams is a Heisman level talent and you will not be able to contain him or their always talented offense. I mean, at halftime, Caleb Williams had 249 yards and three touchdowns tonight against Utah. I'm buying that Arizona improves their defense slightly and I was trying to be positive. They were just flat out bad today. Yes, they had moments where they looked good. You give up a record amount of yards for a quarterback in Washington history. I mean, Arizona's offense took care of the ball and it made a big difference in this game being a blowout versus a 10-point contest that you were still in with a couple minutes to go. Recap on the game is brought to you by ArizonaWildBags.com where you can grab the world-famous Wild Bag t-shirt made from premium fabric and 100% combed ring-spun cotton, and the official Arizona Wild Bags mug. All that and more, including articles written by yours truly on ArizonaWildBags.com. Use code DeAndre Ayton, all one word, for 15% off all merch. And just because Arizona lost doesn't mean we can't focus on some of the good that happened this week. So the wildest wildcat of the week. Normally, I would pick Jaden Delora in this situation because I think he was incredible tonight. But this week, somebody on the Indiana Pacers was throwing down windmill dunks and making highlights looking NBA ready. And that man is Benedict Matherin. He was ready for the league last year. And man, is he ready this year. I mean, he looks fantastic. I love seeing him and TJ McConnell play together. Pacers might even go full rebuild mode and trade away Miles Turner, who's been on the trade block since he stepped foot in Indiana, as well as Buddy Heald, who doesn't exactly fit what they're trying to build. And then there's Victor Wimbanyama that everybody wants to tank for because I don't need to tell you why. He's just insane. And Matherin might actually get a lot of playing time this year. And if he does, he's a top three guy to get rookie of the year, in my opinion. I genuinely believe that in my heart of hearts he is going to save indiana pacer basketball and he's going to look good doing it because he is a beast my red and blue moment of the week is that beautiful 26 yard touchdown from Jaden delora to t-mac i mean mcmillan went up high and just absolutely mossed his defender on a gorgeous throw from delora that got reviewed but stood as a touchdown and then followed by the two-point conversion to get it to a three-point game. Honestly, just that trip to the end zone itself deserves it. I mean, that's besides McMillan getting two awesome touchdowns in this game because 
they were able to keep it a game on that drive, something they cannot always do. And signs of growth and talent manifesting itself to stay in the game is going to be Arizona's bread and butter to improve. And shout out to T-Mac, who will be a very talked about wide receiver in a couple of seasons as he's just a freshman and is already just incredible. And the T-Mac Delora connection, it is going to be so fun to watch for as long as Jaden Delora is at Arizona. My Bilbo Baggins of the week. If you remember the first time I did the Bilbo Baggins award, I gave it to someone because they stepped out of their comfort zone. And this time I'm going to give it to Johnny Nansen for coming out of his comfort zone and promoting, as we mentioned, Jacob Manu and DJ Warnell on defense. And it turned out to be an improvement to a defense that seemed like it was always going to remain awful. And signs of life and adjustments in defense are all we have to get this team into a bowl game. And I want to go into that a little bit. I want to go into the the update on bowl games. They've got to beat USC because you are probably not going to win against Utah when you play them at home. And I think UCLA always has Arizona's number when it comes to football, especially probably this year because UCLA is ridiculous and I think your winnable games are ASU and Washington State you'll get those two wins and the ASU is not going to be a give me Washington State's not going to be a give me either I mean these are these are two tough wins to get if those teams alone let alone stealing one from USC if you can from UCLA and yeah Utah I don't think it'll stand a chance so It all comes down, in my opinion, to USC because the chances of stealing one against the two teams I mentioned are as slim as Slim Shady. I want to give a shout out to Diamondback legend Randy Johnson, who shocked America to know that he's a professional photographer and works NFL games. He has his own website and business set up, and we all remember when he pitched and hit a bird. Well, that's actually his logo. And upside down bird with a few feathers flying up in the air it's actually just awesome so that dude is the man and how awesome is that you play baseball professionally for years and now you get to watch nfl games from closer than the crowd does i know he's working but it's a passion of his and it really doesn't get any better than that i want to thank you all for listening i hope you enjoyed the pod if you hate it or love it you know the drill let me know about it it would help me a lot if you left a review you can DM me or you can email me at ArizonaWildBags at gmail.com. I want everyone to have a great week and bear down as always.